to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. everyone welcome you're listening to those other girls with mallory and friends i'm mallory me you we are changing culture and we're bringing back traditional values welcome 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 this is a mid-afternoon tea um i've done these a couple of times um just for the patreon i've done them a couple of times for um if i there was just like a bunch of other topics that we just had to talk about um, and that's why we're doing it this week. Um, as you guys, if you listen to Saturday's episode, well, first I want to say, actually, yeah, let me say that first. Okay. So if you listen to last Saturday's episode, we were saying how there wasn't that much to happen. Well, that's because when we recorded, there wasn't that much to happen, but there's two stories that I want to talk about, um, that I feel like will be kind of irrelevant. One of them absolutely will be re- irrelevant by next Saturday. Um, so yeah, so you, if you're watching this, you are seeing this on Tuesday on the Patreon and um you, well you could be seeing this Tuesday on the Patreon and if you're just a regular listener and you have not decided to come and join the Patreon for as low as five dollars a month you'll be seeing this on Wednesday um so yeah with that being said you should join the Patreon let me tell you why you get exclusive content um we have done some exclusive content with um someone who is a femme doctor that is on there. Also, all of Freeman's free-for-alls are on there. And the latest one, which was about um, IVF, very, 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 very good episode. Um, that is exclusively a Patreon um, show. You also get early access to things such as this mid-afternoon tea. Um, and if you are on the Patreon, you heard about our three-year anniversary party. Um, and when we're going to have some new merch this fall coming up. So in the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear about it first on the Patreon and more than anything, you're really going to be helping with the podcast. It does take a lot um, of time, energy, money to do the podcast and some of the other um, podcasts on our network. We're having two more by the end of the year, two more people hopefully will be joining on, not necessarily for those of the girls, but for the other girls media network which we are growing, which is the goal is to have good, cute entertainment for us other girls. So a podcast about true crime where you also don't have to hear when the person's a Christian about how all Christians are awful and evil. You guys know which podcast. If you listen to true crime, you know what three or four podcasts I'm talking about. Um, every time they mention a Christian, like, well, yeah, that's because Christians are. And it's like, okay, I don't want to hear that. Anywho. Um, so yeah podcasts like that and then the movie podcast um it's i review movies tv shows and books and i've only done 10 so far it's just super laid back like it's not anything that i'm trying to like super up promote if you like to hear me talk like this if you're like oh this is kind of entertaining you're just rambling then you'll love it if you want someone super structured that'll show clips um, and that can break down certain moments, then that's probably not for you, even though I have been getting, getting better being a, a critic. Um, cause I, and I think I've mentioned this before on that podcast, 
I write. Um, so I have to learn about, you know, different writing techniques and everything and like different, um, you know, Chekhov's gun, things like that. So I am a little bit of a critic, but definitely not like uh, a man of the Jedi. I love a man of the Jedi. Um, not like her or even, um, why am I blanking? Um, Alex Myers. Alex Myers, so funny. Amanda the Jedi is good because um, she is funny and I feel like she just knows a lot and she's like really in so she gets to see movies before way before we do and she knows all this background. So like for example, I believe it was her review of the movie Old. She was able to talk about some of the differences between the movie Old and then the script that or the original script. And how things were different. I don't, I'm not in it, so I can't give you that type of stuff, but I can give you a fun uh, retelling of it that you will be able to get the gist of it. And it might actually make you want to see it if you haven't already seen it. Anyway, that I've talked entirely too long about that podcast, but let's join the Patreon. We also have merch, we have these mugs. So you can get a mug um, to drink your tea out, put it on, um, to drink your tea out of for whenever we do. Um, these types of things and whenever you want to we have mugs um we have emotional support water bottles i don't have that with me at this moment um also really cute merch when it comes to anti-abortion shirts to let everyone know that you're anti-abortion or if you need something to wear to a march or something like that or to your school for an event we have some great merch in that regard i'm trying to think of anything else any other announcements let me look at i did create a docket for this um because i needed to okay um merch oh how did i forget so it's going to be three years august 24th of those are the girls for those that do not know i started off those are the girls with another girl bada bing bada boom she could no longer do it um but we started out one way, one direction, and we're kind of still going in that direction, but a lot of things have changed since then. Um, I'm very proud of those of the girls. This is something fun that I do. Whenever I get feedback from you guys, it just makes me feel so like, it makes me feel so like I, this is purposeful. You know, this podcast has been going for three years. We've been building this community and this, it is different when You know, we don't have thousands of dollars of people backing us. We don't have the type of networks, you know, Turning Point, Students for Life, Live Action, LI. None of those people have, like, donated, given us any help at all, if I'm being honest. Um, They have not. So it's 100% like grassroots. And I was going to say it's 100% me. Financially, it kind of has been. Thanks, shout out to the Patreon and those who start from the merch. But I can't say that it's 100% me because. A, I have been blessed with a lot of people who have helped along the way with graphics. Freeman, who is on now and she helps with editing. And also, you guys, some people send me articles. Some people, um, hey, I was listening and this kind of sounded off. Oh, I think you were supposed to edit that. You know, like, it's kind of been a grassroots. And that's really what I wanted it to be. I don't necessarily want it to be just a Mallory. That's why it's not called... Um, those other Mallory's. Uh, <laughs> that sounds funny. Um, it says Mallory because that's me and friends. So like everyone, friends. Like it's not just me. Um, that's what's called Mallory. It could be those are the girls with Mallory, but 
or Mallory's other girls or something like that. But that's not what I want it to be. So it's changed and grown. And I'm just very grateful for all that it's had and all the different opportunities that I've had because of it. Um, so we're celebrating August 24th. And if you're living in Charlotte, we're going to be meeting at Merchant and Trade. It is on our social media. Um, and we're going to be there right at five. I'm going to have a cute little cake. Um, and maybe a little bit of uh, something else. So if you are considering coming, please let me know. We're going to be there right at five so we can get right in and get a cute seat. Um, it's Merchant and Trade in Charlotte. Let me, I'm just looking at, I posted about it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, there's the Okay, I need to do that. Um, but we are meeting and I'm really excited and I can't wait to see you guys. This stuff is super, it's fun for me. It is truly like what those are the girls has truly been a huge blessing for me and it's given me a, a huge purpose which if you have not already you should check out i believe it'll be by the time this is out it will be on the blog um an article i'm writing about purpose and career and what was i made for um you guys know that song wink wink so yeah um last thing I shall talk about it later. Okay. So, oh, actually, last thing I want to get into, listening back to last Saturday's episode, I feel like I came off a little bit, like, bitter, and that really isn't necessarily my heart, but I do think that's what happens after a while, um, and I guess it's just like a cautionary tale. Ladies, don't become bitter. Don't, um, yeah, it's just a cautionary tale. I'm not, yeah, I just wanted to say, I guess acknowledge that I probably sounded very bitter. I don't want to say that I am bitter, but it's just a cautionary tale when you're out here, when you're trying, or even when you stop trying to not become bitter. There, being single is a beautiful and it's a wonderful thing. The Bible actually, Paul actually mentions how it's better to be single. So it's not a bad thing as long as, and we talked about this, I guess, maybe two or three episodes, as long as you're using your singleness usefully, as long as you're being selfless within your singleness, it's the people that are being selfish. And being married is an amazing thing. That is something that God has also ordained to um, create families. And that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Being married is a great thing as well. All right, here we go. First story. Actually, being married is a great thing. That can lead us to another story, to another first story. Um, here we go. And this one is brought to you by Variety. Okay, so let me give some background. We posted about this um, a couple of days ago on the Instagram about how so many celebrities are now saying that, like, they love being a mom. They've always wanted to be a mom. They love being a wife. Being a wife is the greatest thing on earth. Things like that, which is good thing. Like, this is good. It's good to hear celebrities whether we agree with them or not someone said oh you might so the person we're going to talk about is Sydney Sweeney someone said oh you're you shouldn't have, you you might not have should have used Sydney Sweeney because she's practically a porn porn star and while I don't disagree with that I want to say two things number one um she has mentioned how she kind of regrets it and how she's uncomfortable doing those scenes and how she wants to stop something along those lines Evie Magazine talked about it and we talked about it on the podcast as well. Um, and number two, we were just mentioning that she said this. And as I'm, um, as we do the story, because we're going to be talking about her too, we're going to be talking about that. Um, it's just mentioning that. It's not co-signing what she does. 
I, you know, I mentioned I tried to watch Euphoria, could not do it. I saw the first episode and maybe like 15, maybe half the episode, half the episode of the second episode, couldn't do it. I tried, everybody's talking about it. No, it's, it's too, it's too inappropriate, um, too, too much. So, you know, I can't defend her on that, but, um, I can see, I like that she is talking positively about marriage and about being a mother because you just really don't see that a lot. Um, when you have these celebrities going up there and saying, if it wasn't for my abortion, I wouldn't have this award. Um, I think it's refreshing to see someone say what we're going to say she said. So I'll talk about this first. Um, so there's two parts that she talked about. Okay. This is from Variety. So I'm going to link this like we always do. But you're not going to, this is like later in the article. I'm not reading it because there's only two sections I want to talk about. Um, it says, to achieve a career as long as Morse, Sweeney would want to, quote, to find a really healthy balance. Quote, I've always thought I'd have a kid by now. I always wanted to be a young mom. I love acting. I love business. I love producing. I love all of that. But what's the point if I'm not getting to share it with a family? A smile, end quote. A smile breaks through and Sweeney's voice turns whimsical. Quote, the time will come and I'll have four kids and they will come with me everywhere and be my best friends. End quote. Um, I think that's... Um, yes, okay. That's the last part of the first section I want to talk about. So lovely. I think, and I think that um, it's so different than, I want to say most celebrities. Like you don't hear them talking about being a young mom, um, you don't hear them excited about that. So I think that's so different. That's not what you really expect from a celebrity. Um, so yeah, she's cute. She's a cutie. And I'm praying that, you know, she will, God will open her eyes to some things that she's participating in and praying that she will, you know, repent for some of the things that she's done, which we all need to do. We all need to repent. Um, yeah, so I just really, that's really cool that she's saying that. And I think the fact that she also says they're her best friends, I think in a world, once again, in a world where people are talking so negatively about children, that lady on TikTok, I've had to like block some accounts, like on TikTok who has that list of all the things that happen when you get pregnant. I can't, it's so scary. I mean, some of those things, like there's, I think about this all the time. You want to be prepared. But how much is too prepared? Like, I think knowing that you could rip is enough for me. I don't need to know, like, I don't even want to share some of the stuff on that list that I sometimes see. Like, it's scary stuff. I personally would not want to be, like, I personally would not, I, I, I would rather not know. That's just me. I know some people, maybe that'll be the com, uh, in the comments. Do you want to know everything that could happen to your body that is negative while you're pregnant? Or would you rather just, you know, know a couple basic things and go in and hope for the best? Because that's me. I don't want to know. Um, yeah, like, you know, that question they always ask. If you could find out when you would die, would you want to know? No. No, I wouldn't, actually. I wouldn't. Um, or how you would die, how you would die. I would want to know when I was going to die. Because, you know, I've got things to do. But... Um, I would not want to know how I was going to die. Okay, so that's one thing. So this is a little interesting part. Okay, if you guys remember, um, 
politics talked about this a couple uh, maybe like two or three days before this was recorded so I want to give them you know their credit you remember um couple maybe a year ago a little over a year ago Sydney Sweeney got in trouble because she took pictures at her mom's birthday party and some of the people in the party were wearing MAGA hats MAGA M-A-G-A okay make America great again she references that let's hear what she has to say the upside of fame as a family member is that it provides opportunities quote most of my family have never even been on a plane before end quote now she brings her cousins to set to quote help them grow and open their minds and that is what i love doing now end quote first of all that's so sweet um she seems like a really nice girl the downside is that family can too easily become the story sweeney unprompted brings up her father wasn't at the birthday party an event she threw for her mom's 60th in 2022 that drew social media opium upsetness <laughs> photos of the celebration show guests in what appeared to be blue lives matter gob garb and maga styled red caps later revealed to say make 60 great again <laughs> quote there were so many misinterpretations the people in the pictures weren't even my family the people who brought the things that people were upset about were actually my mom's friends from la who have kids who are walking outside in the pride parade and they thought it would be funny to wear because they were coming to idaho end quote we're speaking on the sunday of new york city's pride march which was blocked traffic on her way to the interview she asked an assistant over the phone um if she could get out of the car and walk only to be reminded that well she's sydney sweeney quote people are so fast to build someone up and then they love tearing them down and it's so fascinating to see three years ago i was going to college just like everybody else and all of a sudden i'm not human anymore so a couple of things i think make succeed great so make succeed great again okay sure that's silly a little corny but sure make sexy even though i will say people who are super anti-trump so there's like there's different levels it's a spectrum <laughs> like they say about other things it's a spectrum people who are super anti-trump would never wear anything that's a red hat with any type of maga reference i mean there's i've seen on twitter people are like i like, don't do it like it triggers people that's what i've seen on twitter so people have said is twitter real life no but there's once again that's a spectrum spectrum so that's interesting now the blue lives matter thing that is even more interesting to me because she confirms blue lives matter make america or make 60 great again okay whatever you can chalk that up to, but the blue lives matter thing that's very interesting i don't necessarily care either way like her parents can be supportive her family can be supportive of trump or not i doubt she is i mean she could be i don't know don't really don't really care either way but i just i find that interesting i'm not interested that she brought that up because if it were me i would try to draw as much attention away from either of those um and saying that they're in the pride parade that doesn't necessarily mean as much there are plenty of people who are gay and consider themselves maga as a matter of fact there's tons of people there's a whole like brand of maga people um who are gay so Adding that didn't make a lot of sense, but it is what it is. 
And we have to remember, MAGA doesn't equal Republican, MAGA doesn't equal conservative, and MAGA doesn't equal Christian. MAGA just means Trump. <laughs> MAGA equals Trump. It doesn't equal Republican, it doesn't equal conservative, and it doesn't equal Christian. So I just think that's interesting. Interesting that she, it said she brought it up unprompted. It's probably been um, like bothering her because I mean, people were angry, which also brings me another point. I think we really hold these celebrities to way too high of a standard for anything. Like, I really don't want to be one of those people that, like, if a celebrity, I mean, obviously there's big things, but stuff like that, I'm trying to think of something that would, like, really, what would be the opposite of that, that I, like, care that much about? I just can't really think of anything that's specific that I care that much about, um, that I would just get so up in arms with, because at the end of the day, like, it, I mean, it doesn't really matter that much. I think that sometimes we get so caught up in, like, we gotta, we gotta have the celebrity do this, this, and that, that it just kind of gets a little, like, so, like, I don't care whether she does. I think it's an interesting story, and I just think it's interesting that she brought it up, and I think it's interesting that she kept, like, didn't address the Blue Lives Matter thing. What do you guys think? You think that's interesting? I think it's interesting. Last thing, so these are two stories that, like I said, like, I feel like we should definitely cover um, in this mid-afternoon. Okay, um, this is from Rolling Stone. Neo walks back, apology, doubles down on controversial gender identity comments. The singer has revoked his initial apology while also issuing something of a non-apology. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that is detrimental to their life. Sorry, that was quoted by Neo. Over the weekend, Neo appeared in an interview with Gloria Valise for Vlad TV, in which they criticized parents for allowing their children to have a say in their own gender identity from a young age. Shortly after, the musician issued a statement. So this is the statement that he issued. Um, quote, after much reflection, I like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that it may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity, end quote. Now, after a little more reflection, Neo has decided to walk back his apology. Quote, this S-H-I-T, it's getting out of hand. And uh, I will not be bullied into apologizing for having an opinion. End quote. The singer shared a video recorded in his car in which he stated that he wanted his stance to be made clear. Quote, from the horse's mouth and not the publicist's computer. Okay, Neo, end quote. Over the duration of the two-minute-long upload, he attempted to justify his opinion on the matter by saying that he is currently raising five sons and two daughters. Quote, I was asked a question and I answered the D-word question. I have no beef whatsoever with the LGB, LGB, LBGTQ. He said, L, that's what threw me off. He says, LB, LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, someone asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make decisions that is detrimental to their life, end quote. That, I think, was a great way to handle it. I think, so here's what's, this is why this story is interesting to me. This is why the story is, like, relevant, in my opinion. The, the transing kids issue is what we'll call it. That is becoming something that people are talking about around their table. Before, this was something that, like, I know I personally didn't think twice about um, trans kids or anything like that. That's just never, 
never crossed my mind. I would say I never thought about trans people either. Just not something that <laughs> ever crossed my mind. Um, now it is something that comes up outside of like the politics things that I do. It can come up in any type of conversation. This is a conversation that people are having all the time, similar to how abortion is becoming very popular of a conversation. What I think is relevant is it, this is something that is so, this is a very, very sensitive topic because this affects someone's identity. Unfortunately, or fortunately, abortion, the issue of abortion doesn't affect how someone views themselves. So they don't, it's not so rooted in who they are. And you having an opinion in it can be hard and difficult for people, but people don't feel as if you're attacking literally them. Now, are there people who do kind of feel like if you believe in abortion, you literally want me that? Sure. There's people who are like that, but the majority of people don't feel as if it's a literal attack against them. With the trans issue, that is part of the problem or part of why it's such a tricky, difficult thing to talk about. And I am just curious why it came up in this random Vlad TV interview. Like, is he a politician? But once again, like I said, it's something that's coming up in conversations. Um, and the idea of kids should not be controversial, or not transing kids should not be controversial. As we say with sex and any other surgery, kids cannot, um, kids cannot consent. And I'll say, you know, there's kids who get nose jobs at 16. I think that's inappropriate too. I don't think they should do that either. I don't think you, anyway. I don't think you should be getting no job at all, but that's just a whole nother conversation. But, you know, I, you know, because that's another argument. People say, well, people get, okay, don't give those kids their surgeries either. That's fine by me. Like, you know, I hurt my feelings. So it's interesting that that came up during that conversation. What I liked about Neo is that, um, well, I like that he said how he felt. And I do agree with his, I, I do agree with him. I don't think, I think that it's kind of crazy you to allow your kids to dictate that I think and once again it just goes back to having this moral thing like having a set concrete this is and I know it's hard because like morality is within these parameters I don't think things should be like so you know for example if your son wants to do ballet I don't think you should stop him I mean if your son wants to do theater he could be the talk of the town like uh, Spongebob there uh, apparently Spongebob was, everybody had crushes on him. So, and he's straight. So like, you don't have, that doesn't make you gay or doesn't make you anything. It just means that you're doing theater. Um, so, you know, our morality is within these perimeters. And I think we have to remember it that way. So anything outside the perimeter, and it's hard because once again, like people want to leave the perimeters. You should have the freedom to leave the perimeters. And you do except for morality. So like I said, if your kid wants to do ballet, theater, kind of your son wants to do the kind of like feminine things, that's fine. There's nothing like wrong with that. That's what they want to do. They're leaving these stereotypical perimeters, but they're not leaving the morality perimeters. And I think once something starts to go out of the morality perimeters that is defined by um, the Bible, this is a Christian podcast, so why not? Um, or this, I'm a Christian, so that's why I'm speaking from this worldview. Um, so once they want to go out of the permanence, you have to, as a parent, it's your job to help guide them to go back 
within the perimeters. Once they're an adult, you know, you can't keep guiding them. You can keep giving advice, but like when they're children, you guide them back to this perimeter. And, you know, from a non-Christian perspective, it just doesn't make sense that your child, like young children especially, like that just doesn't make sense. Like the jazz person, how at three or four, like kids just want to do things. If your kid wants to dance, act, do, you know, all this other stuff, then like, sure, encourage that, have them flourish in that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that their whole gender is changing. I mean, we hear stories from detransitioners all the time about sterilization, not getting their voice back, uh, losing their breasts, all this stuff at so such a young age. And, you know, there is a difference between body dysmorphia, which many trans people have, and then just kind of not liking your body, not feeling comfortable and I don't necessarily say wanting attention, but really wanting to be loved and cared about. Um, there's that aspect too. And I think that if your child, you have to figure out which one your child falls under and then hit that head on. I think that if your child truly does have gender dysphoria, there should, I don't know necessarily the steps. Like I'm not the person to go to. There's podcasts out there. Um, tons of people have talked about it but in my head what I think you should do is get them the therapy and you should be listening to those podcasts you should be reading those books that talk about it and if your child is just like really uncomfortable in their body I think it's your job to help them become more comfortable and I can only talk from a woman's perspective and I've talked about how much I love being a woman but you know um, I, I've told you guys about that TikTok where the girl said that she um, her her therapist asked her or made a comment like, do you think that you were trans or you want to go by he, him because you felt powerless doing your sexual assault and you think that being a man would have made you feel more powerful? And she was like, mm, I never thought of that. My therapist ate when she said, you, you know how the Gen Z talk. And then all these comments, oh, I wonder that too. Wow, this would make sense for me. I Oh, I feel this. And it's like, oh my goodness these parents are sitting here feeding into this when really they need to be talking to their child about this topic. I don't know how to talk to a child who has been um, sexually assaulted. I don't know how to talk to a child in that regard, but like within this resource, that's, that's what you hit head on. Um, you shouldn't give them something for body dysmorphia because that's not their issue. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. And I think um, that the more we talk about, the more we kind of, Talk about how kind of ridiculous this is that you would think that your, you know, four-year-old can dictate their gender, that you think that your 16-year-old ends up having, like, six other friends who all are having, you know, body dysmorphia, how, or, I'm sorry, gender dysphoria. I think I've been saying body dysmorphia. I'm being gender dysphoria. Well, honestly, it's probably all connected. Um... So it's a weird coincidence that your child goes to school and all six of her female friends have gender dysphoria. Like, you know, we if we should be talking about this. We should make it seem, it's good that we're kind of agreeing that this something's wrong with this. This isn't right. This isn't normal. This isn't good, you know? And I like, I love, love when someone says something right and they double down. Um, and obviously, it's right in my opinion. So I like when they double down. 
But, and I also like that he said his publicist told him to say that, because that's another interesting part about this, is the publicist is telling him. Because, once again, this gender issue attacks someone's um, identity, so it's so much worse. I feel as if it's so much worse in society to discuss it. Um, I'll say, I guess I can share this. I was asked to be on that transgender jubilee episode. They reached out to me because they honestly they could not find a lot of people. And um, I've been asked to be on a couple of Jubilee episodes. Uh, it just hasn't worked out yet. And um, so I'm on like the list of everything. And I was asked to be on an episode. And when I was um, thinking about it, it didn't work out because of <laughs> timing, location, everything. And they don't pay you. Um, at least they didn't the times that I've uh, almost been on. Um so yes taking off work would have been difficult but anyway um they so when I was going over like I was discussing it kind of with friends about whether I should be on the episode and I said in all honesty because it was conservative women versus trans women so men who are biological men who have transitioned when I was thinking about it and talking about it with a friend one of the, I said it, was, it would be difficult to look someone in their face and say you have a mental disorder because once again, it goes to their identity. And I don't know the person's full story. Like there's just so many other things. So it is such a sensitive, difficult topic. While they're talking about it on some random little, like he's probably promoting music or something. Don't understand. But I like, I like that it is becoming a conversation that people can have. Yeah. It, it's just, it's such a, it's such an identity thing. And, you know, so interesting that we're talking about this or that I'm recording this because um, I was listening to a church today and they were actually talking about identity and it was talking about um, how as Christians, our identity is in Christ and like what exactly does that mean that means that like he's the final judge of what we say what we do and that everything we do should reflect Christ are we perfect no so that's you know that's not gonna that's a tall glass to fill we need Jesus to be able to do something like that um but I just think this all goes back to identity like if you can find your identity in Christ a lot of these other things in the world are not going to matter as much. A lot of other things like, um, and, you know, because I truly believe like a, a huge number of it is just young girls feeling uncomfortable being women because we have made womanhood seem so evil and awful. Our big awful periods, which I don't want to discount those who have terrible periods, but it is something that's great. It's your fifth vital sign. And if you are having a terrible period, you should be able to go speak to someone about that because it can be fixed. Um, but you know, we made it seem so awful and, you know, yeah, women, we just, we have a terrible men are raping and pillaging all over. I mean, you can't leave the house without someone raping and pillaging you. And yes, these are real realities that some people do face and that does happen. But like we, we, I just feel as if it's not as bad as sometimes we think it is. Is a lot of things hard? Sure. Um, are there times where we are really facing issues as women because we are women? Sure. I would I would argue that is 
there is truth in that. But I think that we just have to do a better job. For example, like what I liked about Gloria's speech is she talked about the cognitive dissonance of Gloria from, uh, I'm sorry, from the Barbie movie. Like I like that she mentioned those things because that's the truth. And a critique I guess I would have is like, okay, so how do we, like, what can we do to change that? And then how do we move forward in a positive way? And I think part of just is, yeah, we get our periods. Yeah, it hurts. It sucks sometimes. But eventually, we're going to be bringing souls into the universe. There are people who, I don't know where humans are before, like where their soul is before. But their soul is going to enter in your body. And it could not happen without you. You know, like these are some good positive things to think about you know like imagine how like great our bodies are um i believe it was mary kate when she was on a podcast she made a good point she said all of women's like organs like all the like interesting parts about us are like covered are inside and all the men's are just outside you know hanging and everything how cool is that like we're a mystery we're like we're special <laughs> i mean <laughs> Come on, we're special. So I think things like that, talking about that in that regard. So yeah, anyway, love when a person doubles down. Um, interesting that his publicist told him to talk about it. Interesting. So these are just some quick mid-afternoon, mid-week tea. If you enjoyed this, um, you should listen to the regular regular podcast. Um, on Saturdays, we have a weekly tea gap. Tuesdays, when we do interviews, are our interviews. And if you enjoyed this, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, however, wherever you're listening. Thank you guys so much. Let me know in the comments. Um, do you want to know uh, whether, do you want to know all the like negative, awful things that could happen to you when you're pregnant? Or do you kind of want to know a couple of things and then just be surprised if something worse happens? And then, um, so that'll be the poll. And then I guess the question could be like, what... I don't know, maybe I'll have something to do with Neo. I'm trying to, what is, I can't even really think of a Neo song if I'm, now that I'm thinking about it. It was popular in the 90s and, oh, 2000s maybe, before I was able to listen to secular music. And if, when I was able to listen to secular music, if my Christian friends, if my friends from Christian school weren't listening to it, then I probably wasn't because I didn't even know to find it. So, anyway, you guys, have a great night, day, evening, however, wherever you're listening. Bye.